Welcome to Plan to Win with Edge Messaging, a podcast about classic communications and public relations principles put into practice in a modern world. Here are your hosts, Brian Fraley and Dan Dybert. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is Plan to Win. I am Brian Fraley, the CEO and president of Edge Messaging. This is our podcast. And joining me, as always, the Director of Creativity and Innovation here at Edge Messaging, Mr. Dan Diver. Dan, welcome. Thank you so much. If you were watching uh, anything on social media this week, uh, if you're on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, you already know about what we're going to talk about. Disney Plus launched this week. And I say that because everybody, I think everybody that I follow on Facebook talked about Disney Plus this week. A million subscribers in 10 hours. In fact, so many people had subscribed. They had some issues. Right? They, they were right. having uh, uh, issues fulfilling all the orders. Uh, and keeping up with the streaming demand. But yeah, Disney Plus launched this week. It's another one of the many, many streaming services that are out there. Companies are, you know, kind of taking over this. They're figuring, well, why are we giving this to Netflix, right? Why are we letting Netflix take this? Why are we letting uh, Roku take this? We're going right. to uh, we're gonna own this traffic ourselves and get the uh, revenue from it. But it does point to what is a changing landscape in television. Um Let's talk about how we watch TV. Remember, it wasn't that long ago, Brian. We're not that old. It was not that long ago <laughs> when if you wanted to watch an episode of a TV show, you had to watch the show when it came out. That's right. And then, then 30 years ago, the VCR came out and you could <laughs> tape it to watch a very lower quality Mm-hmm. Uh, um, episode uh, production value and everything else, and you know you hope you don't tape over mm-hmm. it, right? Like like you did with your wedding video, Dan. But that's a story for another Why? day. Why does that make it in every podcast? It, it should like it does. You taped over your wedding video with, to, an, episode to, uh, with an episode of cops. It was but a again, good episode. There was one with the pool that was yes. over the guy. So this is episode, and, and then the guy walked, had a wife beater T-shirt, and ran around and got tackled yeah, off yeah. camera. Right. right. Okay. That's episode that six. One, this that is one episode. That's episode seven. This is episode <laughs> six. Okay. So we're, t- we're talking about about changing TV habits, and it used to be okay. It, you had to be home to watch it. That mm-hmm. was the the '60s and the '70s. Right. And then in the uh, '80s and '90s, you could. Uh, Recorded on your VCR, yeah, and maybe share tapes. Even then, though, it was still you had to like set you had to physically set that appointment, right? right? Like you had to say, "All right, I need to record this thing," yes. and so so there was still some appointment uh, relevance to it. Like you had to set that appointment yourself. And if you taped it, you watched it right away, right? You taped it because you weren't home, or maybe you were taped if somebody had two TVs back in 1986. Uh, you were taping one. The VCR hooked up to one, right, taping right. it while you were watching something else. <laughs> Did that a time or two? Yes, live. But then um, something happened where we just stopped watching TV live. This is, you know, you can thank this, thank DVRs for this. Uh, you can thank and, and streaming services now. But we just now have decided we don't, we do not need to watch a TV show, even the same couple of days, you know, within a couple of days that an episode is out, we can get around to watching it whenever we want to get around to watching with a, it. With a, with a lot of binge watching. Uh, driving things um, is, for example, I like uh, the Amazon's series Jack Ryan, mm-hmm. based on the Clancy, loosely based on the Clancy right. novels. Um, I watched the whole thing in eight hours. Yeah, right. But but even I did that with uh, with the, what was the Netflix the political um, the, the, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah, I would just sit there and watch like twelve hours of House of Cards. But, but even with traditional network and cable television, okay. Um, and I'm obviously I'm in the f- 50 plus demographic now. So CBS plus, is my network, plus. right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, my wife and I like watching NCIS. Again, a sh- a, the most popular television show in the world. 
and in the United States, but it skews very old, right? So it's not the desired uh, demographic for mass marketing. Right. Uh, they they like the 18 to 49-year-olds. But but anyway, I never watch it when it's right. broadcast. <laughs> we, we I can't watch. I don't have any broadcast TV hooked up at my house. <laughs> we, we DVR it, and we usually watch it within a week, mm-hmm. but we never watch it live and you know, what are, what are some of the shows you watch? I mean, I'm sure it's similar with you. Yeah, well, any show. Well, the ones you can talk about on this family-friendly podcast. Right, yeah. but I, I don't watch any show live. I haven't watched any show live for a couple of years other than sports and news. And sports and news were the two big, you know, were the two things that you're able to keep charging a lot of money for uh, if you're the you know, if you're the production companies because those were the things that are almost guaranteed to have a live audience. Right. But the interesting thing that so you're saying there with when you watch these TVs when you watch these shows on your own time, it creates a problem for ratings. Right. How do we determine how many people watch that show? Which is the reason why we're talking about this today. As as much as uh, an episode by episode chat of the latest Netflix special might be an interesting podcast, if we were to do that, that's not what we're doing here. Right. How does how do the changing habits and the ratings, the way they measure it, how is that impacting advertisers, mm-hmm. advertisers for products? But also, I want to get into advertising for political candidates. Two things that you touched on: one, live sports. Live sports dominate. Live things dominate. That's why professional wrestling, Vince McMahon was able to get Fox Sports right. to, or Fox, the network, to spend a billion dollars for 10 years to run, you know, right. <laughs> scripted violence on, you know, but it's because it's live, right? So live is always good. Yes. It's going to get even better because one of the ways they, that Nielsen is changing the ratings is they are also going to track live well, anything that you watch that you don't watch at home. The OOH. Yes. Out of home. Out of home. So you go to a sports bar. There's 400 people there. Yeah, right. Watching the, watching the Green Bay Packers win. Uh, they used to be, you didn't, you know, unless you were a diary. Yeah, how do you do it. that, right? How do you, how does, how do they know that 300 people are sitting there at Buffalo Wild Wings watching the, watching well, the Packers the, game? Well, now there's a way. Now, now there's a way. They're, they're going to, they're going to keep track of that. And so you will see the, audiences for sporting events increase. For example, I guarantee you the next Super Bowl, Green Bay Packers hopefully, no matter who plays in it, Packers, <laughs> Packers. will have a dramatic increase yep. in viewership over the last one. No matter how the playoffs shape up, no matter how good it looks, no matter whether the Cleveland Browns uh, second string defensive lineman is also trying to decapitate a quarterback with a helmet, the 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 ratings are going to be big because of the way we we measure it has changed this year. Well, also something interesting though, and this is not a conversation for this podcast, but it's a, if you're into the geekery of advertising, the question there then becomes: Is that fair? Because if there are 300 people sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings watching this broadcast, when the commercials come on, what happens? Right? Do they? <laughs> that's that seems to be the time you took. Again, that's probably deeper but at, than. But, what, in, but in a traditional sports bar, you look to the other screen and you're like, okay, I'm watching this NHL game for right. 20 minutes or 20 seconds or whatever. Right. Um, that's a great point. It, it does lead to what I want to touch on toward the end of this podcast is be wary of ratings when you're purchasing, especially if you're purchasing uh, political sure uh, stuff. But there are there are different ways to measure viewers now. Okay, you have. Live, mm-hmm. live plus, which is you've watched it the same day. Right. So same day viewing. Then there's the out of home viewing we talked about. Then there's this new thing that they're tracking for the first time this year 
35 plus. You've watched it within 35 days. Yeah. Which is not recording you hear 35 it. plus in the media industry. No. That's not generally what you think of. But right. Yeah. So within 35 days that you've watched this, uh, you've recorded it. Because you, know, you have shows. You might have some great shows. used to be. Mm-hmm. Wow. Two great shows on Wednesday at, at 7 p.m. Yeah. One of the shows will succeed. The other one will either get canceled or move to a different day. That doesn't happen anymore. Right. Uh, again, so these networks and uh, cable channels are trying to get the most money for advertising. So they want these numbers to go up. So they're they're doing this. And then there's multi-platform, which is I watch it streaming or I watch it delayed on you're my on own device. Phone. Yeah, you're, right. on, you're on your Android tablet or something. Yeah. So there are a lot of things in play with this, uh, including... If you DVR it, if you record it on your own recording device, mm-hmm. you can fast forward through the commercials. Right. If you watch it on demand through your cable service, most of those com- the commercials have to get played through, and the commercials change depending on when you watch it. Right. You know, and depending it, on you. Yes. <laughs> well, that's a that's a whole other story, and we are going to talk about cable TV yeah. and and uh, the play for advertising in a different podcast. But I want to read this story. So how do they do the how do they do the um, uh, Reporting for like multi. Well, that's that's really interesting. It is it is self-reported, and I want to get to that here. I'm going to read this story from the Hollywood Reporter. Part of it here. Um, it's been seven weeks now uh, since the new TV season started. The the 2019-2020 TV season has started, and they're still updating information about Premiere Week. <laughs> uh, Nielsen just released the 35 day numbers for Premiere Week, and they jibe with the previous data from the rating service. The top shows both in the key demographic of 18 to 49, and total viewers, continue to grow over five weeks. Isn't that interesting? That's amazing. The gains after seven days weren't huge for a lot of shows, but for some shows they were. Total viewer growth, as measured by Nielsen among the top 20 shows, was bigger among the top 20 from days 1 to 7 than they were 8 to 35. But as measured by Nielsen... Right. This is this is their rating service, but that's how people in the television industry. That's how they charge advertising rates. Right. 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 Among digital digital all stars, ABC's long running Grey's Anatomy, which grows from a two point nine rating in the key demo, and ten point five uh, and ten point five million uh, viewers after thirty five days, to a six point four five rating in the demo and sixteen. So their total viewers go from ten to sixteen million, ten million to sixteen million when they include their digital. Yeah. And that, that is a that is a huge increase. Right. So the digital stuff though, Dan, this is what's interesting. And I don't want to get into two numbers. I don't want people to have to pull out a abacus or a pencil to do the math here. But the digital numbers, how many people watch it on their platform, mm-hmm. that's not done by the rating services. That's self reported by the networks. Not all the networks are reporting it though. CBS is not, because as I mentioned earlier, CBS skews older, and the digital binge-watching or whatever on that digital stuff is not as prevalent. So they're not releasing how many people watched NCIS on their iPad. They don't need to. It's the number one one show. Well, we'll see what the marketplace does. The marketplace drives it. It's also self-reported, so you got to take that into But the the point is that the days of who won the ratings war this week— Um, whether you're talking about sports or competitive, that's going to go by the wayside. You're going to learn who the top shows are 35 days, right. you know, more than a month after now they think air. That's something you said that's very profound. Like it used to be if you were up against, say, the Cosby show on Thursday night, right. that was a death sentence because you just like, no, we can't. How are we going to compete against that? Well, now it doesn't matter. It, really, it honestly almost doesn't matter when your show airs live anymore. But here's where it does matter. 
if you were an advertiser, and especially if you're a political advertiser, yeah, right, you you want your ads to run at a certain time, but people aren't watching at a certain time anymore. So what do you do? Yeah, what we advise our clients to do is you have to burn, start the burn early. It used to be 15 years ago, you spent 85 percent of the campaign raising money. Yep. To spend in the last three weeks of the campaign, yeah, and you know, sixty percent of that on TV. Well, it's people a bad are, plan these days. It's a terrible plan. People are not watching. You have to get up earlier, burn it longer. You have to be on multi platforms. You have to make sure that your ad's not just running on broadcast, but it's also running on the on demand. That it's also running on mm-hmm. on the digital platforms. You have to, if you really want to hit that demographic, you have to you have to pay attention to that. So your Advertising buying needs to be more sophisticated. If you just say, hey, I want to be on Criminal Minds and I want to be on The Voice, your ad, people could, could be seeing you could your ad you a- after the election. Right. You're running, you're running your ad on The Voice uh, the day before the election, but 30% of the people who watch The Voice won't see that ad until after the polls close. That is a problem, and it's a specific problem for political buying because if you're selling deodorant, it doesn't really matter if people buy the deodorant on Wednesday or Friday or next Tuesday, mm-hmm. but the election is, well, it's not a one day only, but it's a time certain yeah. that the polls close. And we've referenced our, you know, in our communication model, there's another reason here, the noise that comes with There's so much of it out there now. I mean, the ability to watch, anybody can watch any show they want at any time, that's noise too. That's, that's that's part right. of that noise. So you're competing against it. So when so when advertising executives at the at the stations or, or at the cable companies come and say, "Here are 35 plus or 35 day plus uh, multi platform ratings, and this is why this show is so much better and everything else," you got to take that. You got to understand what you're trying to get done. You're you're trying to get behave. If you're a candidate, you're trying to influence right. behavior at a certain date. If you're not running for 35 days, if you you've got a that that, yes. that number doesn't matter. However. The rates they charge you will be based on that number. Right, right. Um, very important things to keep in mind. It's just always changing, and, and uh, staying on top of it is kind of what we do here at Edge Messaging. So anything else, Brian, to add? Or well, we... what are you looking forward to watch? What Any upcoming shows? I mean, are you getting Disney Plus? No. You're I, not a I, Star Wars I'm geek, not, right? No, I think I, Star Wars, or I don't have kids, so there yeah. doesn't seem to be a reason for me to get Disney Plus. I have a 5-year-old and a 10-year-old. I think the likelihood of getting a Disney Plus uh, a subscription for Christmas Pretty dang high. I'll tell you something weird, though. I'm noticing I have a couple of different subscription services. I have Netflix. I've got mm-hmm. uh, some some stuff through Roku, some Amazon Prime stuff. I'm kind. Of, I, I was always fighting that, saying, "Hey, why am I paying so much for cable when I don't?" I'm kind of almost to that point now where I'm back paying <laughs> on a monthly basis, almost as much as I was for cable. Not getting as many shows, but still, but I the, guess. The, more. This is a topic for another day, but the content is yeah. so much better. The, yes. the quality of stuff yes. is, is so and much better. And it's what I want. Right. That's, that's the difference. So, right. Um, all right. Listen, if you have any questions, you have comments, or even show topic ideas, something you'd like to hear us uh, prattle on about, uh, you send me a message. My email address is dan at edgemessaging.com. That's messaging, not massaging. Edge messaging. Well, actually, I'll get either. <laughs> It's a side business I'm running. (laughs) Well, there's your innovation. Or is that your creativity? All right. We'll uh, catch you on the next Plan to Win podcast. This podcast was produced by Edge Messaging. Companies, candidates, and causes who plan to win turn to Edge Messaging for their public relations and communication strategy needs. For more information, go to edgemessaging.com.
We've built a bigger and better edge messaging to serve the companies, candidates, and causes that we partner with. Give us a call at 262-290-3343 to see how edge messaging delivers strategic communications planning and public relations at the speed of now.